Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started with our podcast, I'd like to say that our sponsor, the Media Captain, records a weekly podcast, as we do now, because we are weekly until training camp starts. So after you get your Giants fixed by listening to the Giant Insider Podcast, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast, Twitter account, at the Media Captain. Buddy, uh, what are we, a month away from training camp? Uh, yeah, on the, mo- on the month now. Oh, I'm so psyched, man. This is, uh, this is like Christmas, man, when, uh, you know, the, the news is fast and furious. And uh, yeah. when, uh, to be honest, buddy, when you have a media pass, the news is even faster and more furious because you're texting me or tweeting out to everybody what the hell's going on. So uh, selfishly, yeah. I can't wait for this, man. Yeah, yeah, it's under a month away, man. I can't believe the way time is flying. I really, it seemed like yesterday, Jerry, we were talking about the draft, right? And how about um, the end of the season? We, you know, we were kind of, yeah. we started this podcast in September and then we're like, well, it's January. We'll see what happens. Let's just keep going. And, uh, you know, like you said, free agency, then the draft. And now we're like, holy cow, we're, like you said, we're less than a month yeah. away. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're there. You know, almost there, you know. So, um, you know, warm weather reminds you of the training camp. Um, and you see a lot of, you know, uh, stuff that's going around about teams and, you know, getting ready for camps. And it's it's pretty exciting, man. It's pretty exciting. Um, I know, you know a lot of people don't like what Gettleman has done, but I, I like I like a lot of the moves he has done, and I'm pretty excited to see the team in about a month or so. You know, dude, everybody I see or haven't seen in, in a couple months, say, uh, anybody I run into, uh, the, the first thing they say is, so how, how, how are you dealing with the draft pick? And I, I say, look, I handled it like a five-year-old when it first happened, but when we settled down and, and watched him uh, and, and, you know, the reports mm-hmm. from you in the mm-hmm. mini camps and, and um, the rookie mini camp, uh, you know, the OTAs, you made us feel a lot better. And uh, quite frankly, a lot of people made us feel a lot better. The arms better than we thought. The accuracy seems to be there. The athleticism, good kids. So, you know, it's still the top of, it's still the, the, the first subject. That and, and the trading of Odell that comes up every time I talk to someone. And uh, like you said, man, I, I'm on board with, with, with most of what Gettleman's done so far. I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course, you know, Time will tell, but, you, you know, um, you like the draft choice, uh, excuse me, the draft class last season. You let you, you know, so far you kind of like the draft class this season. You got to see it on the field. Don't get me wrong, but um, I like what I've seen so far watching them in OTAs. I think there is a lot to be excited about, Joe. You know, I know a lot, of, a lot of people don't feel like that. You know, some giant fans are like, oh, well, you know, Chris, uh, a lot of losing seasons. We felt like this last offseason, blah, 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 blah. But last offseason, last offseason, Jerry, didn't have a franchise quarterback. Sitting there, right? No, not at all. So that, that you know, that, that 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 creates a little excitement. No, I mean, you have you have a kid that could be the franchise. He went sixth overall, and um, you know, that's right there, Jerry. Right there, that should be the excitement and, and anticipation for the fan base. Man, going into camp like holy crap! You know, we have a sixth overall pick. This is going to be the future. Let's see what this kid has. You know, so I don't know about you, bud, but I think that builds a lot of excitement drafting a franchise quarterback yeah and the subject also comes up all the time of when will he get in and i i keep going back to this and and you know the more i say it the more i believe it that the first four games are going to be really telling 
because it's Dallas, right? And that's going to be a tough right. one. And then I'm, I'm not sure who's next. I don't know if, it, if it's the Buffalo. Reds, Buffalo. And yeah. then the Redskins and Tampa are mixed in. Uh, Tampa and Washington, yeah. Right. So if they're not 2-2, two and two, uh, it, it's going to get very interesting. And, and that's what mm. I just keep saying. Like, first off, um, like what we've seen from Daniel Jones, kind of, I've done a 180. I've done a 120, right? I'm, I'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic about what right. Jones can bring. But as to when we'll see him, I hope we don't see him. If we don't see him all year, it means that Eli Manning is, is leading the team to the playoffs. So that'd be awesome. But I keep looking at those first four games as like, we've got to be two and two. Or, you know, the, the, the winds of change are going to be swirling around the Meadowlands, I think. Yeah, Jerry, you know the game I, I really feel um, the second game, like if they go into Dallas and lose – Okay, it's going to be kind of anticipated, right? But one one reporter will ask the question that day. Just FYI, right? Oh, no question. Okay, yeah. no question. I feel like it plays mediocre. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Um, but Jerry, I feel that Buffalo game, right? Um, at home against a team that probably you should beat. And if Eli throws a stinker, yeah. that game, it's going to be interesting here around here really early. Yeah. And if this, for say Buffalo comes in. Uh, to the metal out uh, of Meadowlands. Listen to me. Into MetLife and beat the Giants. It's still the Meadowlands. It's just not. Yeah, it's still the Meadowlands. Yeah, I'm used to the old stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same like the old stadium. I know. I say the same um, thing. <laughs> you know, and, and they come in here with their second year quarterback and all that, and they beat the Giants. Yeah. And me and Eli's mediocre in the loss. It's going to get interesting here real quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I look at that. It's not like they're playing Dallas and then um, uh, the Bears and then you know wait a minute. Okay, we're not really favorite. Like they'll be afraid with that second game, Jerry. Yep. You know. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be interesting. If they whip up on the Bills and they're one on one, and you know Eli's playing good, then you're not going to be hearing much about Jones. That's right. right. That's right. So, um, to me, right off the bat, right off the bat, that Buffalo game could be a very interesting game. And and not to, I'm not conceding a loss to Dallas by any means, but that's going to be no, a, that's no, gonna not be at all. A, that's going to be a tough one, just because. Sure. It just with with preseason the way it is now, where there's hardly you know practices the way they are, where there's not mm-hmm. as much hitting. You you almost watch preseason the first two three weeks of the season, right? Because it, it, everyone's still very rusty. Uh, but if they can somehow win that first game, mm-hmm. then then it's then it's you're, you're playing a little bit with house money. Like you're not expected to go into Dallas and win. Dallas is going to have one of the no. best defenses in the league. I, I still don't believe in Dak Prescott, but they're overall they're a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah, they're a good team. They're not going to be you know favorite to win that game. They're going to be they're going to be underdog by about probably around a touchdown. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, so that game is going to be okay. You know, you don't want to get blown out. Hopefully, it's a you know a game, and if they do lose, they do lose. Um, but then you're going to come home against a Buffalo team, and then you're going to go on the road against a Tampa Bay team. So those weeks two and three are going to be interesting. As far as the Daniel Jones, when is he going to be in, you know? Yep. So uh, if it's ugly early, I know the questions are going to be flying. When's Jones coming in? When's Jones coming in, you know? So it's going to be interesting, buddy, and it's right around the corner. Yeah, especially if you see, like, Josh Allen, like, making plays. Like, if Manning has a bad game and then Josh Allen comes in and he's making plays with his legs, you know, the comparison's going to be, look, see what happens, see what you can do, and – you know, the, 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 the vultures will be swarming around Eli's locker and Shermer, and we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we're just, you know, there's nothing else to, to kind of talk about now. You're just trying to see how this is going to play out. But uh, like I said, man, the, the best scenario 
is if Manning goes out there, has the line that he's he's deserved for the last five, mm-hmm. six, seven years, and can uh, can light up opposing defenses. That would be awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be a good test for our offensive line right off the bat. You know. Yep. So, um, especially for the right tackle position, either Ramos or Wheeler, against the Marcus Lawrence. You know. So, oh, dude. By the way, Wheeler well, tweeting at you. Yeah, I'm glad Chad. Uh, yeah, Chad gave it a thumbs up, right? Yeah, I saw Tim, Co- yeah, Tim Coffee uh, starting trouble coming at us again with Chad. We loves Chad Wheeler. You know, like, not starting trouble, but uh, he's, he's adding Chad Wheeler to our tweets and uh, talking about he's, – he said basically he's bulking up. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chad said he, he got stronger and he, uh, you know, and he, he looks the same to me body-wise. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago, but he said he bulked up. Um and he, uh, you know, kind of, listen, I was honest with him, Jerry, right? I wasn't going to lie to the guy. Um, and I interviewed Chad last year, remember, for the paper. Yes, and he's right. a good dude. Yeah. He's a good dude, Chad, yeah. you know? Um, he's a mellow California dude. And I Cal- wasn't Cal- going to be. California cool, you named it. He was California cool, if I remember right. That was that was my headline, right? Yeah. And which he is. He strolls to the locker room like he's going to the beach. That's the way he is. He's a California guy. So, so that, kid, that guy, Coffee, kind of mentioned it. I think he was kind of trying to take a shot at us with Wheeler. And uh, it didn't really work out for coffee, um, especially when I, I was honest. I said, Ch- you know, exactly what I said, Jerry. I said, listen, I don't have you down as a starter right now, Chad, but it wouldn't shock me if he's starting a right tackle the first game of the year. It would not shock me, Jerry. It really wouldn't because I just don't know what we have with Ramis. I really don't. Yeah, and, and uh, you weren't the – biggest Remmers fan last year, right? I mean, you said no, he struggled, no. so. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people. This isn't 2014 or 2015 Carolina. Yeah. This is 2019 Giants. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping Remmers plays well out there, um, better than Wheeler, and he solidifies the right tackle position. But I'm not going into this camp, Jerry, saying, oh, we got Mike Remmers, done deal. Right tackle's finished. It's all yeah. sealed. We're yeah. good to go. No, I'm not. You don't know the way I feel about that, Jerry. Yeah, you know? and by the way, Chris, 2015 Remmers um, got lit up in the Super Bowl by Von Miller. I know Von I, I Miller hate, was great, but. Listen, I hate to say it, but you're 100% right. He had a good year for Carolina, but in the Super Bowl, Von oh. Miller made him embarrass them. He looked like Eric Flowers. <laughs> he looked like Eric Jerry, it's, it's, it's a valid comparison. Yeah. He looked like Eric Flowers. Yeah. He got humiliated in that game. By, by the way, real quick, what the hell is Cincinnati doing? I don't know, man. Oh, my I God. Really John Jerry? I don't know, man. What's next? Justin Pugh? Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. So uh, the kid from uh, Alabama got hurt. What the hell's his name? Jonah Williams. Yeah. yeah Listen, yeah, Jerry, yeah. Uh, you know, some people were a little surprised. Oh, my God. I don't know if you remember this, but he had a shoulder issue out of Alabama a little yep. bit. They just said he was good to go. Yep. That's why you got to be careful, it, right? You got, you know, this is what, see, Jerry, This we talked about this before. This is what scares me about Sam Beal. Those shoulders, man, those shoulders are tricky, man. Yeah. You know, you, you all right, like Jonah Williams said, I'm 100%. I'm good to go. He's going to miss the season, Jerry. Yeah. He's out for the year, man. And I, I do worry about that with Beal, you know, that one hit that doesn't go 100% right for him. Does it pop out? Do we lose the kid for the year? Um, right. That really concerns you about Beal. It really does. Right. All right. Shoulder injuries, Jerry, even when Landon, man, you know, when Collins was here, when when a guy starts hurting that shoulder, oh, man, you just don't know what's going to happen, man. You know, and, and it's a shame. But Jonah Williams is 
already lost for the year for the Bengals. Yeah, it is a shame. And uh, he was one of the guys that was on our radar. And uh, yep. I know hopefully we're uh, fortunate to avoid injuries like that. But um, So I sent the tweet yesterday about the Twitter questions, and we got about 55 responses. Uh, I always say this, but I really mean it. These, some of these are really creative. And there's some that are a little off football topic, and, and we'll address them, and um, you know, it'll be kind of fun. But uh, everybody's uh, contributing, and it's, it's new people. It's not just the same old people. So thank you all for, uh, for contributing. So we'll get to them, bud. Um, Back the Blue at NJ Resistance asks, and I love this question because it's not addressed enough. Where would you draw the dividing line from Giants jersey to Eagles jersey? I used to draw the line at the Raritan River Bridge, but I think it's moved south in the last 20 years or so. So I've always argued over the last three, four, five years that New Jersey's not divided in half. It's divided on an angle. And it's almost like, Chris, like where you live mm. down to Tom's River, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you look, it's almost like a, a yeah. I guess that would be a 45-degree angle. I would, I, I went, it's funny, I went to Seaside Heights. My wife and I went to Seaside the other night, walked the boardwalk. And, um, and I saw a lot of Eagles gear. And some of the stands had Eagle stuff over Giants. Well, last weekend we went to Point Pleasant. And that's Giants. That, that's right, Giants country. Giants, yeah. Right. Yep. So yep. I believe. It's weird. I believe that the cutoff is Seaside Heights, New Jersey, on the right hand side, <laughs> on the right hand <laughs> yeah. side of Jersey, and it yeah. kind of goes up to the left. Trenton, unfortunately, where I was born, uh, gets cast to Philly, and it is what it is. And it goes to like I guess Flemington or wherever the hell, like. Yeah. West yeah. Jersey, yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No doubt. So I love that question, bud, and thank you. I've always been wanting to uh, to address that. Uh, Gettleman's funny bone. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I would like to nominate Chris and Jerry for the crack cancer egg challenge. Carl Banks can do the honors. I never did the ice bucket challenge or all that stuff, but you know what? If Carl Banks wants to throw an egg at my head, I'm all for it. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I'm all in. Yep. <laughs> um, Lisa at So Bad Six. What's up, Lisa? Hey, guys, with our receiving core, what kind of numbers do you think Eli will put up this year? Wow, an Eli Manning question from Lisa. I'm shocked, appalled, and overall, Lisa. Better with Odell or much less without Odell? Uh, still a good question. Go ahead, bud. What do you think? Uh, well, he had 4,000 yards last season, right? Yeah. And Odell missed four games. I expect him to get around 4,000 yards again, man. You know, yeah, I think Eli's numbers were good. It was just his touchdowns weren't high. Right. Um. I, I think Odell's going to have uh, – uh, excuse me, Eli's going to have around the same numbers. I think he's going to get 4,000 yards again. Um, that's the way I feel. You, you got – you know, you're going to add Ingram. I think Ingram's going to have a big year. Like I mentioned it. You got Barkley. And, of course, you know, Tate and Shep are going to get their numbers. Um, so I, I think Eli's going to – I say – I look around – I say around 4,000 again, Jerry. Yeah, I agree. I think – 4,000, but I, I think he's got to throw like 27 touchdowns and, or more. You can't throw 21 again. That's just not enough. Not in today's game. No. Nope. And you don't have the 86 defense. I think and I think in 86, Sims had 21 touchdowns and actually 22 picks or, or 20 and 21 around there. Yeah. And, and you know, back then you can get away with that, when, especially when you have Joe Morris running for 1,500 yards or whatever it was. But yeah. now, um, no, nah, dude, Eli's got to throw 27 or more touchdowns or it's, it's going to be the same kind of you – know, like, inconsistent offense i think 
Yep. He has to get more than 21 in today's game, man. No question about it. The red zone offense has to improve. Drew B's Badur at Drew Badur. On Bleacher Report, they had the worst mistakes by every team in the past decade. Uh, all right. It's more, it's more of a statement. The Giants' biggest mistake was hiring Dave Gettleman, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what, dude? Uh, buddy, I, I appreciate you following us and contributing, but if you think that was the biggest mistake you've made in the last wow. decade, you haven't watched the draft guess, from Jerry Reese. Well, you're going to consider hiring a Dave Gettleman over Eric Flowers and Eli Apples and all that? I mean, um, on, yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. It is. Uh, you know, uh, That's da- ridiculous. David Wilson was not a first-round pick. He was exciting, but he wasn't a – I don't think he was a first-round talent. I think he was – a scat back who was very fast, who was a third down back. Um, you know, not the biggest mistake, but uh, how about uh, how about Ma- Marvin Austin? Um, Jerry. <laughs> second round. Jerry. Yeah. Anybody that says Dave Gettleman is a failure of a, of a hiring a, 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 for general manager, it, that's just not a responsible statement. You cannot say that. Time will tell. And, and buddy, Sorry, time will tell. Now, yeah. two years from now yeah. – and they'll go back-to-back 4-12, and 12, and Jones stinks. He was a horrific hiring as a general manager. Yeah. But right now, at the end of June of 2019, to say Gettleman was an absolute mistake and he stinks, it's just not – you might not like him. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fine. But 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 you cannot say the guy was a mistake of a hiring of a general manager. It's too early in the game for that. Why? Because he traded Odell? Can't say that. I'm sorry. People are still sore over that, and I understand. But you cannot. You got to look at objectively, man. You cannot say um, that Gettleman has been an absolute mistake as a general manager, hiring as a general manager. Not yet. Not yet. I remember when uh, Jerry. I remember back in the day when people thought about uh, George Young like that, my man. Yeah. Trust me, I remember. Yeah. Cannot. Say, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying you can't say that. You, do you agree with me, Jerry? You cannot. That's irresponsible. You cannot say the guys. A failure is a hard end, and that's a mistake. Chris, 1,000%. If you look back at George Young, you, what do you think it was like in 1980, right? You Ooh. drafted Sims in 79 and Mark Ooh. Haynes in 80. You hadn't done what – like, it was two full years of we suck. It wasn't until oh, 81 we, where he got Lawrence Taylor. Jerry, uh, 81 they drafted Taylor. 81 they made the playoffs, and then they stunk again. Right, in 82 it was strike short. And then Banks – you know, when terrible. Banks came along in 84, Banks and Taylor and Carson – you know, and Sims started coming into his own. Then the Giants were good. Right. Sims threw for oh. 4,084. You know, and that's when I, I know. Good. Uh, right. Which was great numbers back then. Yeah. Um, but, Seven, he, uh, was, but, he was the seventh guy to do that, by the way. Then. Right. Right. Imagine. Now today it's a given, you know. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I remember people will question why they hired George Young. He's the worst general manager in football. Yeah. That's right. Trust me. Yeah. I remember, dude. You know, and so, uh, you know, what I'm saying is that you got to give it a few years. You cannot say Gettleman stinks. Yeah, one one more thing. When Tom Landry took over the um, the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he didn't make the playoffs for like six or seven years. He would have been fired nowadays. He would have been fired. <laughs> one of the best Absolutely. coaches of all time. And Absolutely. he didn't do anything. I don't think he made the playoffs for like, I think it was like five, six years or something like that. Yeah. There's no there's no patience anymore no. in today's NFL. No, not at know? all. You know, so um, um, go ahead. Wa- Warren Osler at Osler Warren. When you guys did your 53-man roster and cut the X-Man, that's funny, dude. We didn't cut him. We forgot about him. Caught him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's to be cut in September. <laughs> I was hoping you would mention Dungy. Who? Yeah, Dungy. Oh. Yeah. I, I think uh, we, we, he's hurt now. That's why we didn't mention him. 
right now, if we had to guess, he's going to be practice squad guy. That's all. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the hell the kid is. I haven't seen him yet. I'll see him next month. Hopefully. <laughs> You're funny. The way, you re- uh, the way you said that. I got the, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, you know, the kid was assigned and he's, he's been hurt. He's been out with a back injury. If Parcells yeah. would have, Bill Parcells would have cut him already. Yep. He's lucky. It's a friendlier time. <laughs> you remember Parcells with injured guys, Jerry, especially oh, rookies. He hated it. Remember, hated it. Remember, what a passion. Called, remember he called Terry Glenn she? Imagine doing yeah. that nowadays. She's going <laughs> to no. be okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, no, Parcells would have got roasted. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. <laughs> Keith Gingui at Coach Keith G. You guys probably answered this, and I'm simply not remembering, but did the Giants keep two or three? Yeah, we did. Thanks, fellas. I'll put my phone down and listen for the answer, even if Jerry tries to offend my bad memory. No, buddy, you're good. We've just addressed it 75 times on this podcast. Give or take. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we guess they're going to keep three, and Lawlette is the odd man out. Right, Chris? We, we right know. now. Yeah, that's where we yeah. stand. At least I stand right now. Yeah, yep. I, I agree with you. Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson 3. <laughs> Who do you think? <laughs> this is funny. You know, he changed his yeah, hat, that's by what the he way. Said he, <laughs> who do you guys want to be wide receiver three? Also, Jerry is my name better now, buffoon crew. Very good, Kyle. Nice job, buddy. Um, who do we want to be number three? I Whoever's the best one. It's going to be I, – I don't care. Coleman <laughs> whoever's or Whoever's the best one. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, right now, I, I don't know. I, I, Corey Coleman. I think Kyle's looking for a name there, bud. Corey Coleman. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, Jerry, honestly, dude, who I want to be – Slayton. It's not going to happen. Who? Slayton. Y- yes. Yeah. You read my mind. Yeah. That's who I want it to be. Yeah. So uh, I agree with you. It's how I but, want, but it's not going to happen. But um, just, you know, I guess I'm going to give away my article, my column coming up on, in a couple of weeks in the Insider. But who I projected to be is Corey Coleman. Yep. There you go, bro. There's, there's part of the... <laughs> there you go, Kyle. We're like politicians answering Part questions. of the column coming up. Um... <laughs> So that one, uh, let's see. Is Pat Shermer here to stay? Yes. Uh, no, he's getting fired. Ben Caveu, uh, boy oh. Ben in Green Bay. Aside from Golden Carter and the X Man, any oh. younger under the radar player that you may that that you see may surprise as a rotational pass rusher. Any long shots, flash anything, or catch your eye, Chris? Uh, under the radar guy as a pass rusher? Yeah. No. Nothing yet. No, I'm sorry. I don't have anybody that's under the radar. Nope. Here's one for you, buddy. Andrew at All About Blue 88. Probably a little late here. No, you're good, Andrew. But what's the best thing about being a Giants beat writer and also the worst thing? Or something you didn't expect about being a Giants beat writer, Chris? The best thing about being a Giants beat writer? Best thing, worst thing, and maybe something you didn't expect. Um. Well, the best thing is... The best thing is getting these guys on the side and talking about what happened during the game or what happened during a practice, something like that, and getting their feelings on it. Like getting on the side and says, hey, look, like there's been times last season yeah. when, I, when I said to a certain guy, hey, what's going on? What happened here in this play? What happened in this thing? And they tell you, That's you know? Awesome. Yeah, that's the best thing. Uh, obviously, listen, besides, you know, being right there and watching everything in front of you and getting to talk to these guys, that's that was great. During this season is the best time because 
you get these guys in a locker room after the game, and if they trust you and they like you, they tell you, you know, what the hell happened. Yeah. And that's and that's pretty cool. The worst thing, yeah. there is no worst thing. I gotta be honest with you, there is no worst thing, man. Yeah. And something you didn't expect. Uh, about covering the Giants, something I didn't expect. We're just having a very successful podcast, I would think, no. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it was that. Yeah, <laughs> having, no, having uh, more downloads than we thought we'd ever get. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No. I don't, nothing really. I didn't expect. Yeah. Yep. Pat Moore at Dirty P Moore is he is Eli a Hall of Fame player? And explain why people say he's not because of his interceptions. Yes, he is a hundred percent. Don't know if it'll be first ballot, but two Super Bowl MVPs. When you play the best football of your life in the biggest games of your life. The 49er game, the Green Bay games, plural. Um, yeah, Dallas, yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's number whatever, five or six yardage touchdowns. Okay, he's got a lot of interceptions, but so does Favre. So did um, so did Joe Namath. Joe Namath has more interceptions and touchdowns. Yes, Eli's a Hall of Famer. Just so did Dan Marino. Probably not first ballot, that's all. Yeah, I expect Eli to go in. I agree. Um, all about blue, no questions. Just wanted to say you guys are the best again. Oh, thanks, all about blue. You're the man. Thanks, buddy. Um, Matthew Mahaney. I have one. Who at Room to Go thought they would get Jesse Palmer as a spokesman to sell our furniture? Oh, that's pretty funny. No, not answering that one. Um, here we go, Chris. Michael's stra- <laughs> Michael's stray hand. <laughs> What's the <laughs> What's the most fun memory or encounter you've had in your years covering the team, Chris? I'll give you what was that? What's the most fun memory slash encounter that you've had uh, in your years covering the team? I'll answer. I'll, I got one, and, and go ahead. You can go first. What's the funniest memory? What's the most fun encounter you've had in covering the team? The most fun encounter, probably playing basketball in a locker room with a naked Janoris Jenkins. <laughs> And then he, I, I can't and then he, that. and then he tried to draw a charger, and said, "Sorry, man, it was my foul." Oh my god, dude, I can't be. Hate that. to say, folks, but this is part of the locker room. Holy cow! <laughs> I don't think I ever told you that story either. No, that, and I, I yeah. have to. I've got to put that tweet something. I like Chris has. A no, great, no, Chris, no, 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 well, no, 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 no. I'm saying like. Hey, in this episode, 86, Chris has a great locker room story. <laughs> Janoris Jenkins is quite a character, man. He That's is. hilarious. Uh, okay, mine, um, <laughs> mine's not nearly as funny. Um, I was able to um, have a, a go to a, a, a cover a camp that Eli Manning had, and my mm-hmm. daughters all caught passes from him. And oh, okay, when my, cool. When my, when my oldest caught a touchdown from him, uh, she, she, he said, no dance? And she goes, nope, and flipped it to him. And I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty but, awesome. Wait, they, they actually ran like a little route? They went Oh, yeah, but Eli Manning, Eli Manning was the man. He made sure every kid caught a ball. Um, did he overthrow your daughter? No, I'm no. I'm only kidding. I'm but, only no, wait, kidding. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. I'm just kidding. But wait, this gets funny, right? So every pass that, that they dropped, he'd go, that was my fault. That was my fault. Like, he was a great guy. But, but he did throw a pass, Chris where the ball fell out of his hand before he threw it. And he didn't even react like it was anything. He just picked up the next ball. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, how did that just happen? Like, I've, I've had catches on the beach with a million kids. 
I've never once done that where the ball flew out of my hand before I threw it. He did it, and it was like it was like, oh, let me get another one. I was just like, so oh my god. So you're ripping Eli Manning a little. No, I'm not offending, dude. He was the man. He was awesome. He threw the ball to every kid. Two of my daughters caught touchdowns. The other one caught an out pattern, which was pretty cool. Nice. So yeah, very, that was a very cool encounter. That was a, a very good question. Um, Mr. Glass Half Full, knowing what you know right now, which rookie makes the biggest impact in 2019? I'm going to say – you want me to go first, Jerry? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, DeAndre Baker. Yeah, I'm going to say Dexter Lawrence. Okay. We need we need a big body up front. I hope so. I hope you're right, man. Yeah, I hope one of us is right. I hope one of us is right, Jerry. I hope. Oh, actually, I hope they both make the same impact. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, um, I just think that uh, that because of how big he is, how he'll affect the uh, the passing game. Um, hope so. Not just the run. Right. So. Uh, I know it's a loaded question, but where do you see the Giants' overall direction moving forward in the next few years? Uh, we see them going up. Oh, here we go. Do you think uh, 92 will ever be retired? This is from Mike Holdner. Um, no, no, I don't think the Giants no. will be retiring numbers anymore. I just no, don't. I agree. I agree. That's why they have the. That's why they have the Ring of Honor. He's in the Ring of Honor already, right, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. The Giants have too many. They're numbers. not going to retire his number, though. No, nope. uh, dude, the Giants have too many numbers retired already. One, four. Seven, I mean, I can name them all. 50, 32, uh, 16, 14, 11, 56. Like, yeah, guy, guys like Tuffy Lehman's and Ray Flaherty's numbers are retired. Like, we, no offense to those guys, but I think we jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> like, you, I think, <laughs> Jerry, does, I don't want to offend he... Ray Flaherty's family, but, well, you know, uh, how, how is like Michael Strahan's not retired and Tuffy Lehman's numbers retired? <laughs> <laughs> How about Eli? You think Eli's numbers going to retire? Deserves it if you retire. If if you're if you're looking at the the the, the other guys' numbers who are retired, then mm-hmm. absolutely he deserves it. But no, it's I don't think it's going to be. Oh, really? Huh? I, I just I don't think they're going to retire numbers anymore because of the Ring of Honor. Gotcha. Unless they're going to go because then you're going to start going like like to use your your favorite team. I mean, like the Yankees are like Judge is ninety. You're, you're using high numbers now because you have too many numbers retired. Like no offense, Ron Guidry's number should not be retired probably. Uh, oh, but, no. but, let's not let's get let's not get into that. No, no, oh, but I mean, like, there's gosh. guys, like, there's guys, there's too many guys so, that are you can't buffoon them going on over there. Yeah. You can't do that with teams. Like, you're, you're retiring too many numbers. That's that's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. No, I know what you're saying. Just to buffoon them. Go ahead, Juan <laughs> Gidry. Right, but you're agreeing with me though. Oh, you don't want me to get into the, that no, team but, with the but, ridiculousness like, not, going on with the number of retiring going on over it's, there. It's ridiculous. It's too many. What? Why Jerry, does Tino Martinez had, have a plaque in center field? I don't know, Jerry. I mean, player. the Yankees have, Yankees have about three or four guys. That I, I don't know. I have no idea why their numbers retired. Billy Martin doesn't deserve it. Oh, come on, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. We got my, dad, don't my st- dad used to say he was a horrible second baseman. Who? My father used to say Billy Martin was a terrible second baseman. Uh, uh, I don't know what the hell. Please. Oh. All right. Nick Carubia at N Carubia. If you could bring back one member. Oh, I love this question. If you could bring back one member from the Super Bowl 42 and 46 teams, aside from Eli and Diossi, because they're on the team, and put them on the 2019 team, who would it be? I've got both from each team. Both from each team? I've got one from 42 and one from 46. Oh. If you want my um, Well, I, I would say Justin Tuck would be one of them. Or, yeah, or maybe. I, the, the, yeah, I, absolutely. I would take him from the two. Oh, Strahan, right? I would say, I'd say Plax and Tuck. Plaxico Burris, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, he, sounds good. Was such a big fan of his. Chris, this is for you because it's asking about Julian Love. Uh, need more content. <laughs> That's the guy's name. Need more content. Do you believe Julian Love will be as good as people think? A little open-ended, but I figured I'd ask it. I think he will be. Yes, I think he will be. I think he's going to be a um, a fine. I think he's going to start off in a slot, and I think he's going to make an impact. I think he'll play well. I do. There you go. First time, long time. At first time, long time. Suggestions for Jerry on who he can insult this week. One, vegans. Two, grandmas who crochet. Three, cat owners. Four, fist-pumping bennies at the Jersey Shore. Um, yeah, my grandmas who crochet and cat owners. Like, I like cats. I mean, come on, dude. Um, but vegans, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not going to insult them, but I, I just don't understand it. Um, that's funny, man. Everyone's jumping, all, everyone's jumping all over me. I love it. Uh, here we go. Booker Daniels messaged us and then sent us this question, and I've got a great answer. I thought, thought hard about this one. Booker, hmm. Booker Daniels, what is the most Giants fan thing you guys have done that celebrates what the team means to you? A charity you supported could be anything. A fellow fan you encouraged, something along those lines. Um, yeah, you handle this one, man. All right, so when my mom was, um, you know, she had stage four cancer, and, you know, we kind of knew the end was near. She was in hospice. We needed a password um, to call and get information if you wanted information on her condition over the phone. And it could have been anything. And, you know, it's not a big deal, but she chose Giants. And I just thought, mm. that's how much this stuff, I was going to say the bad word, means to us, right? Like, yeah. we always say, Chris, you say it all the time. It's yes, more I do. than just a team. It's family, baby. It's, it, yeah. you know, it's God, family, and the Giants, and sometimes it ain't in that order. It's just is what it is. Well, uh, yeah, especially on Sundays, it's Giants, God, and... <laughs> right, right, right. So At Sunday the, at 1 o'clock, it's uh, Giants, God, and family. <laughs> so the fact that she chose Giants, and who was, you know, not a... She was just supportive of our of my father, because he was a big mm -hmm. Giants fan, so she, by default, rooted for them. Um you know, to, to do that was like, holy crap. Wow, we, we really like the Giants, don't we? So uh, I think that that's yeah. probably the most Giants thing we could do other than like wear a jersey or buy gobs and gobs yeah. of memorabilia. So, yeah, no, that's a good story, man. Yeah, listen, you like you just you just hit it on the head, Jerry. Like I've said it numerous times. It's, <laughs> it's more than just a game, just a team. Um, yep. It's it's part of your life, man. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Assad Merchant, <laughs> do either of you guys play fantasy football? Have you considered starting a buffoon crew league with listeners this season? We could eat it, even add a caveat that each team must start at least one Giants player. <laughs> I, I I got away from fantasy football for a long time because I was so bad at it. Because I would convince myself that the that the Giants had great fantasy players. I got back into it this year, and, and mm. luckily I actually I drafted Odell early last year and did really well in the league uh, up until he got hurt. But um, yeah, I'm, I wasn't a. I'm not a huge fantasy football player. I, I'm a homer with my uh, fantasy football draft. I won't draft Cowboys and Eagles, which hurts me. So I play, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, yeah, I play a little bit too. I'm not good at it either, man. Uh, Big Blue VCR, one of the best followers out there, guys. If you're not following them, um, the Giants like to keep their GM in house to groom, and it's been that way since George Young. Of course, the recent Gettleman all came from that tree. Kevin Abrams has been the the cap guy. He's been with the Giants for over 20 years. At Dave G's age, is Abrams the GM in waiting? That's a good question, man. 
Mm. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, right now, just have, we have Gettleman, and he's trying to rebuild this thing. So I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I, I guess if they like him enough, they'll they'll lean towards him. I would say, just because you're right, the, the big Blue hero, they they seem to do that. So um, if he has good standing in the organization, and they believe he'll get an interview. Put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I mean, I kind of hope that they consider a guy like Lewis Riddick next time. I, I just like Lewis Riddick. I, I think he's someone like that. Sometimes you do need an outside perspective, but. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, training camp Lou at Lou Sports. Is anyone standing out in our linebacking core who seems to be the starters for the back? So out of the linebackers, Chris, anybody standing out yet or, or no because no pads? Yeah, you can't really tell. You can't really tell. I'm sorry. But what I mean, you look at a positive for a, bright, uh, a rookie. Like I've mentioned before, Ryan Connolly um, has flashed a little bit Yeah. in the OTAs, you know. Um, but everything else, you can't you can't really tell much yet, man. We'll get back to us. Get back to us in about a month and a half with that question. So you answer the next question: Which Giants defensive player is likely to surprise the fan base this season? From Robbins Exum at Juki News, I would say Connolly probably. Uh, let's see. From Jonathan at JCNYC4, who do you think is likely the extra defensive back in the Giants sub package? In the nickel. Yeah. I'll love. Really? Over over Grant Haley? That love's going to be the guy, you think? I, I think so, yeah. Wow. All right. Right now, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Do you think, you, uh, from Patty F. at Scorpio 1968, do you think, do you guys think, sorry, that Gettleman had his eye on Daniel Jones for a while, like last year when he didn't take a quarterback? I, I have no idea. I think the scouts. I think the scouts have been looking at these guys for years, but I don't know about Gettleman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was that far back, but um, when he started studying him, he really loved him, man. That he did. Antonio at Lilo Time, nineteen oh one. Do you believe Corey Ballantyne makes the fifty three? I think he'll be practice squad. Yeah. Um, that's tough. I think he's going to make it because of his special teams play. I think they'll keep him on the roster. I think he was one of the guys I named like last before I cut the X-Man when we did our, when we did that last time. Uh, so if I bring the X-Man back on the roster, which I would, I, there's going to be someone else I would cut. So, um, Oh, here we go. Love these questions. Nick Gurr at NYG, Nick underscore Gurr. If you could choose any Giants player in, in history, other than LT to play for us in their prime this season, who would it be? Oh, good question, buddy. Wow, that's tough. Wow, other than LT, holy cow! That oh. is tough. I don't know. That's tough. Carl, Carl Nelson. We need a right tackle, right? <laughs> Carl Nelson. <laughs> Doug, Doug Riesenberg. Doug Riesenberg. Um, they, uh, David Deal. We could shift him over, or uh, I don't know. Kareem McKenzie. That's, that's tough. I don't know. Jesse Armstead. I love Jesse Armstead. Jesse Armstead. Oof. I loved him. I absolutely loved him. We need. I love that fast linebacker, sideline to sideline. How about fifty-eight? Yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. We, we oh need, my we, god. We need, we need linebackers. Oh my god. Or Carson. <laughs> yeah, I would say like Carson or Banks, something like that. You know. Yeah. Rose, Rose That's what Brown. I would go with. Tuffy Lehman's. <laughs> <laughs> Tuffy Lehman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Isaac Moretta. 
Good morning, fellas. Been listening a while, but first time asking a question. Thanks for chiming in, buddy. Do you think the Giants will bring more pressure at the quarterback this year from schemes, i.e. coverage sacks, or will the front seven be improved this year and get after the quarterback more? Keep up the great content. Thanks, Isaac. Appreciate it, bud. What do you think, Chris? Think they're going to get after the quarterback with schemes or um, because the front seven is just going to be a lot better this year? I think you'll see a lot more Betcher schemes because I think Betcher's going to have a lot more confidence in the secondary this year. Nice. So that, that's what I expect out of Betcher. Betcher's a, you know, he's a blitz package guy, man, from Arizona. Didn't show it as much last year, obviously, because of the personnel on the field. I believe Betcher will have confidence to. Hey, Chris, you're breaking up a little bit. You there? Whoop. We lost him. We lost him, folks. All right. Hopefully, uh, Chris calls back in, and I will uh, pick him up again. Um, let's see. Right, hang on, Chris. I'll just start it up again. Okay, I got you now. Yep. All right, good. So the schemes. Sorry. Yeah, well, we're at, we're at schemes, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. just saying that, you know, I believe Betcher will show a lot more blitz packages this year than he had, like he had in Arizona, with the confidence he's going to have in that back end. Yep. Um, here's one non-football related, Chris, and I'll ask you because you're from New York. Um, Ed Migliaccio, uh, you, you know, your relative. White clam pizza, yes or no? Uh, I said yes, I'm fine with white clam pizza. And then he's talking about, you know, we can go New Haven versus New York. Um, you know, I, I know. New Haven, know. Connecticut? Yeah. Versus New York? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so no, right? You can't, you can't have that argument, huh? <laughs> What's the argument? What's better? Yeah, well, New Haven's got a few good places. Like, I think Frank Pepe's is up there. Uh, there's a yeah. couple places. I, well, you're okay. you're just scoffing at anything I'm saying right now because you're like, no, nothing's better than Brooklyn, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think anything's better than New York pizza, right? Yeah. Are we really gonna go there? No, no. It just a suggest. It was a question from our listeners, buddy. I, I'm trying to be. Oh, uh, uh, are you gonna? Well, what do you feel? I'm, do you feel New Haven, Connecticut is better pizza than New York? Well, the problem is I'm in in Manhattan a lot. And I, it's garbage in Manhattan, right? It's Manhattan's okay. not pizza. No, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's okay, right? Like, I've been, I've had right. Spumoni Gardens. I love that. I thought that was awesome. Uh, but that's as deep in Brooklyn as I've gone for pizza, right? I like, Trenton pizza's good, too. Um, I, I, so, I, yeah, I'm kind of a snob with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chris, so while we're at it, uh, Staten Island or Brooklyn, what's your favorite place? <laughs> Answer the question: New Haven or, or New York? I, I've never had New Haven pizza. I don't know. I've no. But I've oh, well, you're answering I, on Twitter the other day, like, oh yeah, I think it's the uh, Jimmy Page and Jimmy Henry. I, like, I the said hell are you there's, talking about? there's places in New Haven that people have gone that love it, and there's a couple places. And I said yes, from what I oh, hear. Oh, you're Haven, going by hearsay here. Yeah, a little bit. New Haven can be the Jimmy huh. Page if it's a guitarist and uh, to New York's Jimi Hendrix. So you've never I mean, been I mean, to I mean, New so Haven. Way, so, so by the way, Chris is Texas. What the hell are you talking about with guitars and pizza today? <laughs> so you've never been to New Haven and never have had a slice in your life from New Haven. No. But you're going to go on Twitter and say, oh, yeah, it's Jimi Hendrix compared to uh, Jimmy Page. Or, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, like if that guy would ask me... Uh, 
if I would have jumped in on that question, yeah, which I can't jump in because you jump in immediately on every question, you know. Wow, you know. wow. Okay. Okay. I would have been like, dude, where are you going with this? New Haven's better than New York pizza? I don't get it. I'm nicer though on Twitter, buddy. I'm but you, you know, you're gonna come out with your pol- political answer of Jimmy Page and Jimmy Henry. Like, what the hell are you talking about? New Haven supposedly is an excellent, is an excellent pizza town. Okay, that's fine. I just don't think it's going to be better than New York pizza. Sorry. And more or less compare Jimmy Page and Jimmy Hendrix. Where where that came from, I have no idea. I was just making a, 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 a comparison. An analogy, if you will, buddy. That would be on the yes. But you were never in New Haven. Based on what I understand about New Haven pizza, I was oh. trying to relate. That's what I was trying to do. Oh, okay. But Trenton... Uh, there's a bunch oh, of places that Di Lorenzo's where I grew oh, up working. Oh, Di Lorenzo again. I made my bones <laughs> back right. in the day. All right. Uh, one more. Let's see. Um, Noreen Schmidt. My dad and I came back to this all the time. Pick a player from back in the day. Your choice of who. Could, could he play in the NFL today or no? If yes, why or why not? My dad's latest was Emlyn Tunnell. <laughs> I've never seen Emlyn okay, Tanell had a billion interceptions he's like number two all time was a great player yeah you know it depends on the era right like there's guys in the 50s that just couldn't I don't think they no. could play now other than Jim Brown maybe right like yeah I, it, like the athletes today are just insane I, I think some guys in the 80s can play that could play I think Lawrence Taylor could play in any era Barry yeah. Sanders but I, I, that's a tough one man I don't know yeah, I don't know. Some guys could. Some guys probably wouldn't be as good. All right, buddy. Um, what else do you got? You got anything? No, I'm still. I'm still trying to break down that pizza question. Well, Forget. The, I did you see the one I sent back of my clam pizza? It was awesome looking. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I so, can make. Domino's looks good on in no, pictures too. By the way, dude, come on, no way. That stuff was yeah. good. All right. Do me a favor. Yeah. I don't know why you're bringing Jimmy Page and Jimmy Hendrix into this conversation. I have no idea where the hell you're going with that. I was just making an analogy. That's all. Okay. For some of you who never had a slice of New Haven pizza. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. I just try to make people feel welcome on our on our Twitter account and our podcast, buddy. Hmm. Um, all right, pal. What? By the way. So am I, what am I? By the way, who was the, better? Jimmy Page or Jimmy Hendrix, by the way? I'm not a guitar player. Jimmy Page was better, though. There you go. What do you think? Will you agree or no? Uh, Paige was a little more, uh, yeah, he was more spread out, more more artistic. I mean, Hendrix was great too, though, man. I got it right. But Paige could do a little bit more. You wanted me to say Hendrix so you could get mad and argue with me. No, I don't argue with you. I just let you ramble on. I don't argue with you. (laughs) All right, buddy, nothing else? No, that's it. All right. um... See you next week. We get closer to training camp. Yes, we'll drop another one next week. And we'll name buffoons next week, too. I know who Chris is going to be <laughs> based on this podcast. So, And uh, we have a, a big series this weekend in London, right? What? Isn't a giant, the Yankees-Red Sox playing in London this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not, you yeah. stopped following baseball because they're nine out? Is that it? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. I don't know. No. It's going to be a very interesting series, I guess. I don't know what the hell they're doing in London. Yeah, but I don't it's care either, man. Who cares, right? Who the, the, yeah. only, the only thing I like about the, the NFL is that the game's on at like 9.30. That's the only cool part. But, yeah. Um, 
baseball. So who gives a Yeah, I, I just baseball in London just doesn't seem to connect to me. I don't know. But And that same person Ed brought up Chicago deep dish pizza. I've had that. It's garbage. So I will I guess I'm going to offend Chicago. I'm just telling you right now. I wow. Love, I love the city of Chicago. Great food, great places, great people. There we go. There we dish, go. Political deep, answer. Deep dish pizza stinks. It's garbage. Wow. Boom. There you go. You cannot you cannot go through a podcast without insulting somebody. And the guy from the Pacific Northwest, you can move for whoever you want. I don't care. Giant No, man. no, no, you do care. You <laughs> do care. You think he's a fraud. No. Face it. No, he's if he he lives where? Oregon? Uh, yeah, you're fine. You can refer anywhere you want. If no, you think he's a fraud. I said if you don't have a team near you, like Dubs Dribble, say in Utah. He's got the Seattle Seahawks. No, but like Dubs Dribble. He 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 can refer wherever he wants. He's in Utah. I don't care where you're So, oh. All right, everybody. If you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M A G Z T E R. And download uh, or go to the Google store or go to the App Store. Oh my God, it's so late. I'm losing my mind. Go to the App Store and download the Giant Insider uh, app. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I love arguing with Chris now once a week. <laughs> 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 and remember guys uh, thanks for the downloads and the ratings dude we're over like 200 now it's insane right yeah well a lot of people want to vent on the way you criticize them and now the ratings are reflecting even though jerry offends everybody we still listen so which is hilarious right but uh most importantly guys remember sundays are giant days take care everybody bye bye everybody